0: Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help get you there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It's time to find a new perspective on what works, why, and how to move your business forward. Listen in as Matt Halloran interviews guest experts to help you be your own loud.
1: Hello oh, and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. You know, we're asked all the time about just weird things about podcasting and really who we are and what we do. And Kirk ended up writing this amazing article about three myths that were busted once we, as Top Advisor Marketing, started podcasting and all of the different things that we've learned from it. And the first myth is probably my personal favorite one, just because this is something that from a confidence perspective, I know that some of the clients that we've worked with have issues with. So Kirk, the first one is, only polished presenters will be good at podcasting. Where are you at with this?
0: When you and I met, it was back in 2017, like officially met. I think we've been stalking each other on social (laughs) media for a bit. (laughs) We had been, that's right. Yeah, so we met at a conference in Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Arizona actually. And we were both uh, presenting, it was uh, I think a couple days. Yep. Like most conferences. And a relationship began to take shape there. And as we got back into our worlds, we started exploring opportunities for us to leverage each other's strengths in business. Mm -hmm. At the time you were a business coach and at the time I was doing a lot of branding work. And obviously both of us were deep into working with the financial services community. I remember one day that we were reflecting on, on the struggle that we both faced for either in our own businesses or with our clients, which was to produce thought leadership on a consistent basis Mm. for so many years doing branding and then bringing brands to life with websites and helping people write papers and other stuff like that. One of the biggest struggles was always, if you're going to get your brand out there, you have to be consistently producing content. And it was a massive struggle Mm. for almost every advisor I ever met. And admittedly me too. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know that you had mentioned that you had a broadcasting background and you were comfortable with more than I was. I'm guess I'm just gonna give you credit, say it was your idea for broadcasting.
1: <laughs> it's recorded now. I'm gonna hold
0: you to that 10 yeah. years from now, brother. That's all right. I have no idea, but I, I don't either. More than likely it was you. Cause you're so smart too. I mean, and then because you have some experience doing it. Yeah. You know, you said, Let's do this. You know, you were telling me you could help me. Be good at it, and I thought, Man, I'm not I don't like being on stage, and I was like, This is gonna be like being on stage. Mm-hmm. I was pretty uncomfortable to be honest. When we started breaking it down, I started realizing that it's just a conversation, which is exactly how we approach every single one of these, yep, which is why they're good and bad. <laughs> it didn't it started to that initial fear started to dissipate, which is that. You know, I had to be some kind of polished presenter. In mm-hmm. fact, not not the opposite is true, certainly. But actually, people who are a little less polished typically do a little bit better on a podcast. Oh like, man, brother! Yeah. Yes, and we've I've interviewed people even with without you, and I know you've interviewed people who are polished. And those people, you have to break them. You have to break them down. It's like, okay, well, how do I get you out of that's right being on stage, right? that comes pretty naturally to most people. So in a way you have an advantage. So that's probably not a myth you've ever considered is that you, and it's not a myth, is that you have an advantage not being polished. So that really opens up podcasting to a huge audience. I'll let you share some examples of our clients, but I think the idea that an engaging conversation over a podcast between colleagues, friends, Mm -hmm. peers, can have a huge impact on the people listening because the greatest thing about a podcast is feeling like you're sitting at a, at a table in a coffee shop or, or wherever, and you're just listening in, Mm -hmm. enjoying what two people share with each other. If they go off and talk a little personal or make a joke or make light of something, or, or, you know, have a little bit of fun, show a little bit of humility, uh, some passion, some personality. Those are the things that are very difficult to write. But they come much easier in a podcast. And as we've experienced ourselves, particularly me, getting better and better over time, we've seen the same thing happen with clients. And I know that our first podcaster has a huge milestone coming up and I'll let you share that. Not coming up, it already happened. No, it did already happen. But there's a couple of things that I want to highlight there just because
1: I'm just sitting here and I know people can't see me, but I'm, I'm smiling from year to year because, so much of what you said is so important for people to understand is, is there is a raw factor of podcasting that makes you actually more endearing to your audience because it is not so ridiculously polished. When I when I first, first started doing this, the first time I got behind a microphone, I was really young, horrible confidence issues. I loved being behind the microphone, Kirk, because it was anonymous. Nobody could see me or it's just me in a room that was unreasonably warm because back then it was like all of this really heavy-duty equipment when now it's like a freaking computer right but i remember being in there and it's like 90 degrees in the recording studio i have headphones on i had two turntables is how long ago it was you had to learn how to back the record up so it didn't go right into the music and it was Madman matt halloran and i was able to be whoever the hell i wanted to be behind the microphone and i thought it was very freeing and i think that's what's happened with the client that you're referring to is he realizes that this is so freeing to him when larry first started he was a recovering cpa so that's where we have to start which is so funny that he says this now and in fact he just did a pod he, his latest podcast is about what he's learned podcasting but he was really nervous, and you know things were very heavily scripted. And then we got him out of doing the, the basically like the the Q and A, what we refer to as the expertise component of our podcasting system, and moved him into him interviewing other people. And dude, you, I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but I was talking to the team about when he interviewed the guy from the baseball. He's like a huge baseball fan, right? So he interviewed somebody at like Yankee Stadium, or I don't remember what it was. And he was so nerdy and geeky about it that that's what shook him out of his shell. And Larry now is hands down one of our best podcasters, not only from an expertise standpoint, but how he interviews people, how comfortable he is behind the microphone. But guys, it it took a while. It really, really took a while before he settled in. And we do not expect you to be perfect out of the gate. Now, the funny thing is, what we did with larry what almost 3 years ago now is that
0: right it's over over th- larry's been podcasting for over 3 years yeah
1: we're so much better <laughs> that was- talking to him so Larry and I talk about it once every couple of months just because I love the guy and you know he's one of our best clients and we were talking out and he was like you know Matt this new podcast coaching program thing you have wouldn't it have been great if you would have had that three years ago when I started I was like Larry you would have been you, we would have accelerated your you know your whole process so much faster if we would have had that done and he's like you guys are just consistently building things to make people get their influence accelerated so much more now and it's something that that I know Kirk and I are are very, very proud of that we're always trying to find what ways to make what we do bigger, stronger, faster. I know Um, you
0: got mad at me this morning. For adding some new stuff to yeah. our I know it's it's <laughs> that we're not and some we're not even charging people for it. Well, or and just, not not only
1: are we not charging but
0: but I'm the person
1: who does the charging actually I should probably know about these things. <laughs> and here's the thing, everybody they're freaking awesome things, right? And they're totally gonna do everything that we want to do, which is again help you rise above the noise, be your own loud. But I, just real quick, I one more thing, and then we then we need to jump into some of these other myths, which is we just recorded episode two seventy-two, and I want to touch on it very quickly because these were the overcoming the 15 bucks that stop you from taking your business to the next level. Part of it's podcasting, part of it's not. Please go back and listen to episode 272, because it was really good, it was really powerful. Kirk and I really dove into what those butts are. And and really, it's breaking through. Tony Robbins has people do, and and another, Chip, Chip Eichelberger does it too, breaking through boards. You write stuff on, and then you punch through the board, and it's like breaking through these mental barriers. And I personally believe all you got to do is get the first one in the can, right? Get that one out of the way. And once you get that out of the way, you're going to realize that this is such an amazing medium for you. It's a conversation with people who are as passionate about what you do as you are. And all we want to do here is to, it's the rock star effect, right? You show up, we hand you the microphone. We talk to you about what you absolutely love. You put on a great show and then we do everything after it's done.
0: So that the rock star idea, by the way, came from one of from our a, clients a,
1: no dude from a a guy who reached out to me on on LinkedIn no he's just a friend of mine we had a kind of a initial meeting about a month ago he helps people do a move to the RIA from the wirehouses right and after I explained to him what we did, this, this was our first call. I explained to him what we did. He's like, dude, yeah, you're, you're just like the road crew for a rock star. And I was like, dude, I'm totally using that. So I was just actually, uh, he does video series, Kirk. So I was just on his video series this
0: week. He's yeah, awesome. But didn't he didn't he do a social post? He did. Step up to the mic. That's right. Do your thing. Yeah. Leave the stage, drop the mic. Yep.
1: Yeah. And that's what we do.
0: Yeah. I, I, I you Go follow our our social media team did a much better job of <laughs> articulating <than> that. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to quote yeah. that.
1: that. That's all right. But, but yeah. He, I, I do like, not have
0: a photographic memory, but
1: no. All right. So anyway. do you want to add anything to myth number one, dude? Did I miss anything?
0: There's a lot of instances we're seeing where advisors can come out of their shell. It's not just worried about the myth. It's the idea that you look forward to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many experiences people ever have in marketing where they can look fun, look forward to having fun doing marketing, yeah. mm-hmm. and the other thing is how good it makes you feel. Like that, the 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 concept of the rockstar. Like, um, you're not overwhelmed. Content creation is very overwhelming for a lot of people, but you need it, right? Just like Seth Godin said in 2008, content marketing is the only marketing left. If you if you haven't figured that out, it's going to be a struggle moving forward with your marketing. You're going to spend a lot of money. Gonna get a lot of bad you're gonna get a lot of bad leads. Yeah. Waste a lot of time in your and that cycle is killing a lot of a lot of dreams of moving your your financial practice forward more and more and not having a massive team just grinding it out all the time. You don't need to grind so much, right? Well, and this just,
1: I mean, you just totally, I don't know if you're getting so good at this. You just realized you did a a magnificent transition to myth number two. But we talk about myth number two as podcasting will never be the perfect article. And that's what's the problem with writing. And Kirk, you have this issue and I love you for it because when you write an article, you rewrite it like 15 times because you're looking for a very specific level. Whereas when you and I are riffing on the podcast, it's yours hell in a perfect article let's talk about that
0: oh man when you're when Matt's articles come to the team (laughs) it's like this big long rant and and it's it's wonderfully passionate and there's all kinds of good ideas in it my writing is complete opposite it's just thoughtful go back over it and you'd think that they turn out to be masterpieces they're not even masterpieces they're good for sure but I think writing for everybody is what people are more comfortable with Mm
1: -hmm.
0: albeit overwhelmed by Is that writing is a safe process because depending on whatever your standard is, uh, I don't know if it's just standard, but however the process goes, like you control it. Nobody has to see it until you say, go, I'm done. I mean, to a degree, other mediums are the same because you can pull back. You don't have to release a podcast episode because it's not live. Having said that, in the moment is just being in the moment and you got to let it rip and there'll be mistakes. Some of them we edit out and some of them we can't. Yep. <laughs> I think that podcasting, it feels a lot less safe. So ad-libbing as you're going feels less safe. Mm-hmm. Being personal feels less safe. Having a conversation feels less safe because you don't always, always know where it's going to go. I don't always know what the heck Matt's going to say at any given time and vice versa. Easily pulling off a way better way to market, that does feel a lot safer to me. Right, than, than, than not getting it done right? Yeah. right? or the status quo. Connecting with your audience on a whole new level, that to me feels way safer. Like if I'm in a business and I haven't figured out how to do the things that a podcast helps you do, that's a big deal. We're going to have another podcast that follows this one. I presume it follows it. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is what, why do people do podcasts? Not everybody does them for the exact same reason. And we're finding that more and more as we grow and and work with more and more people, there's some wonderful perspectives about what a podcast can do in their business, what role it can fulfill. There's more that want it to be a lead generation tool. There's so much more to a podcast and that's so much more as there are, as there is writing a blog Mm -hmm. podcasting. It'll never be the perfect article, but it can be a much better experience for you and your audience something that you enjoy don't feel overwhelmed with it can be cut up in all kinds of people there's so many wonderful things about it so do not if you're scared find a you know find another perspective work through it and that's why we want to do this podcast is try to get people past these myths or fears if you will
1: you and i both have done this a number of times we'll be in the middle of a podcast and our brain is working faster than our mouth. And you and I will create a new word uh, that doesn't exist in the English or any language. You can't do that in an article, right? I mean, it's not the spontaneity that you have with this medium is just, I, and I'm really biased and you know that, man. I mean, this, this, this is, I'm so nerdy about waking up every morning and interviewing super smart people. It just makes me far and away too happy. I love that we do not strive towards perfection. In fact, on, in our onboarding process, when you become a client of ours, we talk about that at great length.
0: I just want to go back to you saying that you, sometimes in the moment you say some crazy things. And my all time favorite crazy thing that you've said, Uh-oh. do you know what it, do you remember what it is? No. Well, come on, I've repeated it more than anything. <laughs> you said very early in our podcasting, partnership. You said don't just half oh, asset, full asset. Full yeah. asset. Yeah. And I don't mean full asset as an ASSET. Mm-mm. I mean full asset as an ASS right. space IT. I'm telling you, man, that one still grabs me. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I couldn't oh, believe you said it. I I did the that was early in our relationship, though, too. So. I don't even think that was Top Advisor. I think that was when we were experimenting with, it was. we did 22 episodes on a, with another brand. And we were like, oh, man, we should have hired Top Advisor Marketing to help us get the name right because we ended up changing the name and restarting, which wasn't the worst thing because those, those they were, were rough, my brother. best performances. Yeah,
1: they were really rough. We have really truly gotten better. All right, so that was the second myth: podcasting will never be the perfect article. That's so 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 important. Please please keep that in mind. And then the third myth, and, and this is where I'm I'm turning this uh, mostly ninety nine percent over to you because this is where you you really shine is is your ability to do research and statistics. But past, podcasting is oversaturated; no one's listening, and it won't move the needle for my business. I just go. You you've got all sorts of great supporting things here. I'm just going to sit back and listen.
0: Yeah. I don't think my affinity for research is that great. It's just that your affinity for research is next to nil. So I look, (laughs) I look like an, I look
1: like a a pro. Yeah, you're right. I got you. That's very true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Award winning uh, researcher here. Anyway, honestly, you'd really think that by listening to like nouveau podcasting experts that everyone in their pet iguana has a podcast, right? You'd think that, but the truth is, is podcasting while it is growing with a notable surge in the number of podcasts and listeners uh, there's still a ton of room for growth there really is so I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that with a couple stats there are two billion websites and two billion so two billion new websites and two billion new blogs published every year to over 600 600 billion blogs 600 billion blogs those are insane numbers so I'm going to give you some podcasting numbers now I think back in 2017, there were about 500,000. I thought it was back 2017, 2018. Now there's a, well over a million. There's over a million, but that's a million. That's not two billion new. And these numbers aren't even close. I don't even know if this would constitute a drop in the bucket. It might even be less than that. What's a a unit of measurement for aerosol. That's what it would be. It's not even a drop. Anyhow, we all know about aerosol now with COVID going on. Podcast audience are, are growing with frequency of listenership, which is huge. Over 100 million Americans, for example, have listened to a podcast in 2020, which is amazing. There's another one here. Another great stat is that a survey reports that 75% of US population are now familiar with the term podcasting up from in 2017. I mean, these are some amazing stats. Podcasting is not oversaturated. It's kind of like Facebook is like the super saturated. You could say Twitter probably too. And LinkedIn, when you look at LinkedIn, LinkedIn people barely publish content on LinkedIn. It's an absolute goldmine as far as lack of competition for posting. I don't know if you guys, you know, our listeners have ever heard us say that before. One of the big reasons we love LinkedIn Having said that, it's harder to target people on LinkedIn because their privacy uh, policy is a little better than some of the other ones, how they manage data. At least I think it is. Those are big deals, but what's really driving podcast success beyond the numbers and all those things is the intimacy. A wonderful quote by Miranda Katz. She said, this medium of podcasting is inherently intimate and easily creates a one-sided feeling of closeness between the listener and the host. The sense that the person talking into your ear on your commute is someone you know, whose product recommendations you trust and whose work you want to support. I hope that's all of you listening to this. I hope you feel connected. Matt and I try to be pretty personable here. Let our guard down, say some smart things and less smart things. Funny things, a little bit of humility going on here. Anyway, I hope you guys get all that. Here's a really Interesting stat, I probably should have put this above the full, but it t- speaks to the intimacy. And Niel's study for podcast advertising uh, by mid showed that podcast ads are 4.4 times more effective than display ads. If you're not in stats and research, 4.4 is a massive number, right? Absolutely massive, right? Like a 20% gain would be 0.2, right? I guess 1.2 anyway. So exposure to ads and podcasts leads to an average 10% uplift in purchase intent. 61% of podcast listeners said that they were likely to buy compared to 56% who were compared to listeners who did not hear an ad. So there's boosts here from an advertising perspective based on the intimacy of a podcast that are huge. There's another wonderful stat about the cost per thousand. So the CPM for advertisers when you're buying AdWords and stuff like that on a podcast is way more expensive because of the intimacy and the 4.4 times more effective. So there's some really interesting things going on there. Do not for a second think that, you know, hesitate to start a podcast if that's something that you wanna do. If you don't already know, we'll have launched Influence Accelerator Academy. We have courses in there to teach you how to do all this stuff Um, if you wanna do it yourself. Um, we have all kinds of amazing stuff in there. Office hours to ask questions, uh, workbooks, forms, courses, templates, templates. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of neat things are that are in that academy. I'll let you kind of tee up the ending here, Matthew. Matt and I, if we don't already know, when we do a podcast, this is what we do. We we use Zoom. The other thing that we do is almost every single podcast we do. Together, I create a mind map in a, in a tool called MindMeister, which is at mindmeister.com. That guides us to make sure we stay on point and on track. And I just teed up Matt for the next bullet and missed been below his screen. But anyway, I'm going (laughs) to let you tee it up now. Do you see it now?
1: So MindMeister, just so all of you know, you have to expand and contract the view on a regular basis. And I had zoomed in on that Nielsen study thing that you just talked about, and I, I missed the end. So myth number three is that it's oversaturated. It's something that I'd like for all of you to do. Just, you know, Kirk provided amazing statistics, and this is wonderful. But here's what I need you to do. Go to freaking Google, type financial services podcast in your area, see what comes up.
0: Oh, that reminds me of another cool outcome that one of our uh, clients is having. And and he keeps sending me emails about it because he's so in love with his search engine ranking. He just, I think he probably checks every night before he goes to bed and when he wakes up in the morning to change that change anyway. So he's really excited because his podcast is coming up number two or number three, for a word retirement podcast. So if you Google retirement podcast, he's coming up. He was on page two, page three f but now he's on page
1: one. Right, and it's because of the consistent putting out of content, content, and the way that he does stuff. And it probably doesn't hurt. Full disclosure that he bought our full kit and caboodle program. Right, and so we 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 do freaking a lot of stuff for that dude to make that happen but but dude it's worth it <laughs> jeremy emails me I, I'm, I'm cc'd on a lot of those emails right and he's like oh my god look at this. he takes screenshots and he's super excited about it yeah, As awesome. well he should be because it's great notoriety okay
0: yeah so, well he asks us when a client calls you and says i love everything i'll take the whole thing but can you do some more for me here's what, what else mm-hmm. um, for us that's a wonderful place because he's actually yeah. helping with his own ideas, show us things that we can share with other Absolutely. clients. Yeah, right? we, I don't know what you call those clients, but magnificent is what I call those clients. That's what they're. I think they're that's the official. Giving. Yeah, uh, I actually
1: do refer to him. There's we have like four or five really energy giving clients. That every time yeah. we talk to them, they're like, "Hey, what about this?" And and we take it to our team and say, "That's the best feedback we can possibly get." Okay, so the final point. He's of, an
0: innovator. We're yeah. gonna write a book someday about all the wonderful things we're learning. Uh, growing this company, but when you when you have a client who's an innovator, they can help you be innovative because you can learn from them. We're we're keeping an eye on that we're actually used him as a test case for something else that we came up with, and he was bought in really quickly, right? Because of first adopters to early adopters, early adopters, yeah, that is another word for them. Yeah. So, eight reasons podcasting can be a game changer for you. These eight things are really powerful, so hopefully you're paying attention. Podcasting is not oversaturated. Therefore, there's a lot of opportunity. The opposite is there's a lot of opportunity to be heard. I was gonna say seen. It's not really true, because it's just audio. By the way, podcasting is audio only. We still get people asking about that. I don't get that. I don't understand. Anyway, number two, but I'm happy we can sort it out for you. So no judging. Number two is it continues to grow in impact. It keeps getting better. If you're, I mean, and if you're working with a consultant to help you in your podcast, you can keep getting better too. But the impact of podcasting you can have in the world is keeps getting better. Think of COVID. There are some wonderful stats. Actually, what are the two categories over COVID? Business, business category. Business. Business and finance. Those are in the fi- two
1: fastest growing podcasts over COVID.
0: Yeah. If you were in the podcasting game, you got a bump over COVID. Mm -hmm. Not bad because they've been tough times for a lot of people. Number three, it scales. This is a really important one. Maybe the most important. Podcasting can be a game changer because it scales turning skeptics into fans. This has been a huge point of conversation for Matt and I with potential clients and clients and The idea that, if you don't have a way to turn prospects into fans before you meet with them, you're you're in you're deep into the sales cycle. You're mm-hmm. selling all the time. Selling is hey, we're used to it. Lots of people in this business, lots of people in business are used to selling. But if you don't have to, when people come to you and say, I already know what you do, love it, bought, sold. How do we get started? Can I do it? What's it gonna look like? What do I need to, you know, those are fans. It's a much different conversation, some different way to run your business. If you can scale that, gosh, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Right? Number four, it's intimacy is exactly what most experts in businesses lack with their audiences. Think about that. How many experts in the world are there who are perceived as being boring? We make, people make fun of accountants all the time. I've met lots of accountants, they're really good people. Yeah, heck but yeah. They get made fun of as, as in their profession. So do lawyers. Financial advisors, not as much, but still a little bit. It's more of a trust thing and and a salesy kind of tag on you. But the truth is is the intimacy of a, of, of a podcast can push you through that world, push you through that obstacle or barrier. That is huge. I'm surprised more people aren't getting that when they talk to us, but Mm -hmm. now I've told you, or we've told you or shared that with you. Hopefully you do get it, but it's a huge, can be huge impact. Right. You get time with clients, but you're usually doing a review and you're usually doing your thing. How many chances do you get for them to hear who you are beyond selling and doing planning for them?
1: You know, one of the things that I add to that, Kirk, is when is the last time that you were willfully invited into the your your ideal client or prospect's home in their quiet time? Right? That that's what yes. podcasting is.
0: Yes, I love it. Yeah, I know that's uh, one of your phrases. And I use that a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's fantastic. So number five is it's not difficult to be good at it. Wow. You know, it, it's, it's much more challenging to be good at writing. It takes a lot of years and a lot of coaching to be good at writing. And sometimes you never really get to where you want. Number six is it's affordable to implement. Podcasting, the equipment it takes to start, mm-hmm. the setup, doing it like it's not it's, it's 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 affordable like if you think about uh, running a good program you could you could hire like half a marketing role or a little more than half a marketing like junior marketing role to pay for like this whole kind of thing running like it's not it's not um a problem from a cost perspective so a lot of people should be thinking about it it should not be prohibitive financially that's for sure Number seven is it fosters long-term results. Man, there are so many marketing tactics out there that do the opposite. Hmm. Having one that does it the right way, you can still have short-term, midterm results. But having something in place that when you get to 50 episodes or 100 episodes, the credibility, the scale, the attention, the audience building, this thing just keeps growing, man. And eventually, this thing's a a wonderful funnel of, of fans. And it doesn't mean they're all, leads, but they're all potential. the relationships and and all kinds of good stuff happens and it keeps increasing, right? It's an increasing rate. And that's a big problem for a lot of businesses, is they really struggle to focus on things that are going to build their business in the long term. And if you can do something that works both sides of the ledger here, uh, both sides of the tape, man, what a powerful concept. Right. That is a huge game changer as far as marketing tactics. And number eight, podcasting is the future of marketing for at least the next couple of decades. Like if you're worried about this being oversaturated in in a couple of years, ain't not going to happen. Nope. It's just think about how far behind it is compared to websites, blogs, things like that.
1: So this was the three myths busted that that we've really learned from not only us podcasting kirk and i podcasting but but all of the clients that we have and all of the other podcasts that we've done the podcasts that we've been on there there are a lot of things that are just a very easy shift in your philosophy on how you want to market making sure that you're focusing on the long term make sure that you're focusing on that intimacy right and that that to me is my favorite aspect of of all of this is. First off, you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment. You can really literally do it with your phone and your iPod, your earbuds, right? You can totally do that. But anyway, so this, this has been this podcast here. We've got uh, all sorts of fun stuff just for everybody to, to, if you haven't followed us on social, please do, because we're about to change, well, change experts, right? We're about to uh, launch different things that are going to allow you as an expert to fundamentally change the way that you are selling and the way that you are going to do what Kirk said, which is to turn skeptics into fans. So please make sure that you're paying attention to follow Kirk and I on, on LinkedIn, Kirk, is there any closing thoughts you have before we wrap this puppy up?
0: You can also follow us on Twitter. We're getting a lot, we, we, we post there. So if that's your preference. We're there as well. Don't know if we'll be on Instagram anytime soon. We find our content fits those other places a little bit better than just having pictures, but anyway, we, we need you on ride on board for this ride, we're gonna start introducing more and more stuff. It's gonna help more and more people. And if you have a chance to let other people know about our podcast or what we're doing, it's always greatly appreciated. To be The truth is, is the more people that you share us with it allows us to to provide even more value for you, yeah. to be honest. So anyway, if you can help us, we'll help you. And hopefully we've already helped you first, or you know what I mean. <laughs> and with that,
1: if you do have any podcast guest ideas or topics, Please just email me, Matt, at TopAdvisorM. I M. I love it. That's that's where we've gotten some really fun relationships and, and some of the new ideas that Kirk and I are coming up with because we are true innovators. And we want to do whatever we can to bring you the best information that we possibly can. So anyway, if you have not subscribed, subscribe. If you wouldn't mind, give us a quick rating on iTunes or any of the players. That'd be fantastic. We'd always appreciate it. If you have any feedback, just go ahead and contact either of us directly. But for everybody at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for
0: listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how to be your own loud podcast, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend educational webinars, and sign up for Influence Accelerator Academy.